liberty lockdown please scan your barcode your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold where did it come from and where did it go it requires a fight not tweeting from your phone don't need a king get him off the fucking throne if you're riding with the thought you've always got a home the virus is scared of will come and it'll go the government knows just don't get treated like a hoe Some dirty, filthy RA rhymes. Your daddy's kind of gross when he gets in the mic. was on the downslide, the direction I was headed, I'll never forget it, the day your mother told me she was pregnant, went to YouTube, Joe to see forever my lady, I danced around the house singing, so you're having my baby, came from the band Bard, hard knock start, but the birth of a baby daughter softens a man's heart, born the anniversary of the day that my dad died, January 7th, you opened your eyes and I cried, I didn't exist before you, this is my first song, I was first born when I had my first born, see I sweated, I shed tears, the CD's better yet. Daddy bled, body half dead, fighting to get the cheers Eight months old, I had you on the stage rocking Already got you throwing uppercuts and watching boxing I'm used to knife fights, big guns and shit starting Now I shed a tear dropping you off at the kindergarten I love you Even if the world starts turning Your mother, let's stay together Cause when she entered the picture My life had changed for the better Your daddy is the dirty, filthy, crustified creature Your- Welcome everybody to another episode of Liberty Lockdown Got a really special guest today A uh, guy I've been following for mo- most of the past year now Just can't kind of came onto my scene With some of the best uh, best new music out there R.A. The Rugged Man is in the building Welcome, man Yo, what's up? What's How up, you bro? guys doing? <laughs> uh, you don't mind, I'm just relaxing, laying in the bed, chilling, right? Yeah, oh no, gotta please. Be all, please, this is it don't gotta be all crazy and serious, right? This is very <laughs> informal. I mean, look at look at my unmade bed behind us. Uh <laughs> yeah, all right, there we go. Uh, so yeah, I I mean, obviously you're you're a pretty politically inclined um artist, and I, I just wanted to get a little bit of your background as to like what the inspiration is for that. Uh the your latest track with your daughter is just so touching as someone who's um, you know, interested in becoming a father here soon. Uh, I think that it's a, a really, a really beautiful message that you put out there. So I just wanted to see kind of your inspirations and things like that. Yeah, the, the new the new song Firstborn featuring Novel. The video's out right now, and it's uh, it's kind of underwhelming the uh, the amount of uh, people are responding to it. You know, I'm not able to get it out to the right amount of fans. You know, like the other ones do better because. I think it's rah rah, rugged, crazy, wild. Say what you're not supposed to say. Right. You know, go against the government. This one is a, a personal song uh, that I wrote about my daughter, and but you know, I kept it grimy and and realistic, and and uh, it's not, you know, my rah rah fans ain't going crazy. I, I I wish it would, you know, I want when my daughter gets older to for it to be like, oh look how good that song did. So I got to find out a way to get that song out there. Firstborn. By R.A. the Rugged Man featuring novels. So if you're watching this, go watch the video, post it, spread it, 
so my daughter could be like, damn, my dad blew that song up for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, honestly, it is, it's such a beautiful song. I, I really think that it's, it's likely that it'll, it'll transfer over to your, your non-normal audience because it's, it's that profound. Um, we just need well, to get some well, like, that's, that's dad, what I dad rights uh, organizations to push it or something, you know? Well, that's what it needs to do. It needs to, I need to figure out how to get it to the non-crusty crazy fans and, and get it to some new people that might not, uh, be familiar with me you know so. right um so yeah i mean like we were talking about it's a about big the... record it's a hit record ella it's a hit record i promise you daddy made you a hit record you just <laughs> gotta get it out there to the world but it's a hit record it's a big smash hit so, it is yeah. I- i'm telling you it's gonna be just give a little get, just give a little bit of runway um so yeah some of your some of your older tracks are are much more obviously anti-government as you said more uh more raw more rugged um, what what is your inspiration? I mean, uh, do you have a political background that that got you feeling this way, or is it just like upbringing? Uh, I don't know. You know, it's uh, just being lied to your whole life, you know. And as you get older, you realize how much more you've been lied to, and you're all for for the fake, you know, two party system at some point in your life because that's what they teach in school. You know, uh, I remember even being in like you know, I think sixth to seventh grade or sixth grade, it was elementary school. So sixth grade and they made us do debates and it would be uh, like what Walter Mondale versus Reagan. And like, you know, they, they did the two party thing. And one, you know, you just thought those are the two, you know, those are the two, those are the two, you know, and you didn't know that there was actually other options, and, you know, people you could look at that, that, you know, but we're in a corrupt system period. So, uh, it's not uh it's not easy to just say, yeah, we'll cut the two parties out and you know, but they they get them fighting against each other. Democrats are devils, and you know, people who follow them de- Democrats and are uh you know uh dedicated to them think they're doing the right thing for the right side, and Republicans are devils, and they think that uh you know the people that follow the Republican Party are fall for their nonsense and their lies, and they feel like, hey, hey, we're doing the right thing because the Democrats are going to kill this country and make it worse than ever. <laughs> and then we just go back and forth because both parties suck. Oh, they sucked for four years. Let's bring the other guy in. Ah, he sucked for eight years. Let's bring another party in. And and <laughs> just goes back and forth and that never changes. It's just trash, you know. So, uh, well, yeah. uh, on that on that, we agree fully. I'm just curious. What, is, what do you think it is that makes you the type of person that's able to see the lies? Because a lot of people, I mean, if you've experienced the last 18 months how I have, a lot of people can't see the lies. Like, they don't know that they're being lied to, even after obvious, you know, evidented lies that I can document. I can show Fauci saying 18 different things that end up being false. And, and I still can't convince people. They still believe that the government... They don't want up. to. Yeah. They don't want to believe it. That's yeah. the thing. They lie to themselves. They want to be... They want to be on the right side of the argument. It's this thing I'm seeing more than ever now. And maybe it always existed. Maybe I'm just realizing it now because we're in the middle of this whole lockdown stuff. But um, they, they, they watch people move the goalposts right in front of their face. They watch people tell them one thing and then a month later tell them another and then a week later tell them another. And they defend it. They defend it because they've been defending on it. So they don't want to be wrong anymore. So they just keep doubling down and tripling down and letting them lie to you and they don't wake it up. And, and then, uh, yeah, so I don't know how they, you know, I don't know how they could do that when you say, and, and then they just change the narrative whenever they feel like it. And, and I think both sides do that though. They, they kind of just like, uh, 
they want to believe what they want to believe. And mm. if you present any type of evidence or show them right to their face, like, look, you believe this and now you, you know, he said this and now you're defending that they're saying this, they'll, they'll just ignore it and act like, oh, you know, and they'll give an explanation why that they were lied to. Yeah, they defend being lied to all the time because it's, you know, and they, you know, it, they all call it a cult, you know, and it's true, you know, like the, the Trump cult was real and, 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 uh, the Democrat, you know, uh, left-wing cult is real. It's all real. They, they join their cult and they, they all have the same exact views on every single topic, no matter what it, like if their cult says, this is what your point of view is supposed to be on this topic. This is what it will be, or you will be one of our enemies, you know, and they follow that cult and we must believe, you know, it's like, that's why these people are so predictable. You know, as soon as there's some kind of, you know, uh, uh, division in the country, you know, like go to Twitter or whatever, and you'll know exactly what that person's point of view is going to be before they even say it, because they're, you know, they're loyal to their, their cult. And, you know, all that, that side's going to say this. And then they, they say that they just, you know, they lie about uh, their guy being the best and they lie about the other guy being the worst, you know, and they don't want to call anybody out on anything that, that you know, if they voted for them, they, they defend them forever, you know, because they don't want to be wrong. It's like, they won't, like, hey, the guy that you voted against sucked, but now the guy that you voted for is in power and he sucks. Can we talk about it? No, 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 no. They don't suck. You're, 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 a, you know, you're a redneck or something. You know, like no, you know, like, like honestly, you really does anybody really believe that Joe Biden is a good person and a good human being? Like they actually are talking about him like he's some good person and good human being. Like I, I can't imagine anybody really truly believes that unless they're completely just you know, not paying attention or completely brainwashed, but you can't honestly be like, yeah, he's a good man and he has good intentions and his policies for 50 years are, are great. And, you know, like uh, segregation is a good thing because Biden said it. You know, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's astonishing to me, um, you know, particularly as a libertarian, lifelong libertarian, that in the 90s, I got to witness Joe Biden pushing the war on drugs in a way that, you know, very few politicians ever had. I mean, he is responsible for turning the land in the, of the free into... I mean, basically a police state. And and this is this is the guy that, that Black Lives Matter and the police reform people want to bring in. Like it's crazy because yeah, he he would be like, he'd be like, more jail time. I'm I want more jail time and I don't want them to harm my mother and harm my you know, it was like he had the most racist ass rhetoric to mm-hmm. jail black people ever, ever. Like if you take his quotes and put it in the, the mouth of anybody else. They, you know, but that's what they do. It's like, you know, uh, Tara Reid is a monster from hell to them. You know, she, you know, meanwhile, me too. But then Tara Reid, oh, she's a liar. She's a bitch. She's a witch. She's a monster. Right. And, and you know, but but that's what the world is. It's like they, they I mean, and then you send people the clips of, of Joe Biden sniffing all the kids and they go like, that's normal. It's political. You know, that's how politicians act. Like, that shit ain't normal. Why are you lying to yourself? Why are you lying to yourself? If, if that's normal, I've been living a very bizarre life because I've never done any of that shit. Um, oh, it's old fashioned Joe doing old style <laughs> politics, you know? Yeah, yeah indeed. Yeah, because uh, I mean, politicians kissing babies is now OK to smell, you know, seven and eight and 12 year olds and all that. It's like, yeah. all right, bro, I don't know. And, the, don't other, know and the other thing they do, as soon as you critique Joe Biden, they'll go, what about Trump? Trump, 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 Trump. And it's the same thing. When they critique Trump, the Trumpsters would be like, what about Obama, Obama, Obama? You know, and the same 
thing once Obama was in office and you critiqued him, they'd be like, but Bush, 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 Bush. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hate like, them that's all. Not, but that's not, uh, um, that's not an excuse. If your man is doing wrong right now, why can't we be man enough to talk about it and discuss it and say, hey, this is wrong what he's doing? They won't do that. They go, but, but the guy before it, it's the guy before it's fault. They do it every time. They do it every fucking time, yeah. you know? And every well, election is the most important election of our lifetime. You know? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like well, anything is going to change, you know? If you are in the market for a job, I have the connection for you. Not only is it a buddy of mine, but it's also a liberty-minded company, which you can feel comfortable in supporting and vice versa. Go to crash.co forward slash daily to sign up for the daily job hunt newsletter. It is a once daily newsletter for free that hits your inbox every morning, gives you just a little bit of information and inspiration on how to get the job of your dreams. It's really quality stuff and it costs you nothing. No harm in doing it. If you are in the position of being discontented with your work for any reason whatsoever, be it mandates, be it just that you, you haven't got a raise, even though uh, you know, wages are skyrocketing. This is your opportunity to go get that job that you deserve. Don't wait. The eviction and foreclosure moratoriums are ending as well as unemployment insurance. So time is of the essence. Go to crash.co forward slash daily to sign up for the free daily job hunt newsletter. Well, yeah, that's the, that, I mean, that's the crazy part is like, I do think every election is probably the most important of our lifetime because we're, we're that much further to totalitarianism, but the options that you're presented aren't going to prevent it. So like just we got to we got to correct course uh, like i'm i'm now so deep deep down the conspiracy theory path that i feel like like lockdowns are going to be um you know consistently utilized by government for the rest of our lives and and probably used for climate change and all this other shit so uh, uh obviously as an artist you've been traveling you're in germany right now how how has that impacted your career and and what you're trying to do well, uh, to go to your first point, are we the closest we ever was to totalitarian state? You know, like um, maybe with the Internet and taking our powers and, and, you know, you see, you know, places like Ferguson streets were like, you know, the cops all over. But but I mean, and them trying to lock us in our houses. But like was I don't know. I, I don't know if that's, you know, like what about in the 60s when they were you know, uh, suicide note and, you know, any black leader and, you know, they True. were hosing people down in the streets and the, you know, I think every decade or maybe not every decade, but every lifetime mm -hmm. has the totalitarian moments where you're like, we're here, this is it, you know? Uh, I mean, I think that's been forever, you know, history always repeats itself, but. Um, the, well, let, let me, let me revise, let me revise then and just say in my lifetime, this is the closest we've been. Um, Absolutely. But yeah. Definitely, definitely, unquestionably, unquestionably yeah. that. Yeah, but but um, yeah, I forgot the point I was making now because my brain's slow and I'm old. Yeah, I was, I was in the thought. And you, <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, it's all good. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you were saying you were saying that this is. I mean, yes, it is bad, but it's not as bad as it. Maybe it's it's ever been. No, um, no, I'm saying the worst. The worst part about it now is that with the you know, the, the machine behind the internet, you know, it's like the government is running all of our shit, you know, and oh no, it's a private company. No, the government is running your shit. Thank the government's you. in bed with them. The government's calling them. The government's telling them the go government's regulating shit without, you know, us knowing what the fuck is going on. It, it's all being done, you know, and we all know what's going on, you know, but, but, um, I'm so, so, uh, so the, the scariest part of today 
And it's a digital witch hunt. I know it's a cliche to say witch hunt, but it's true because witch hunts existed forever. There was always the, you know, in the woods with the fire, oh, get the bad guys, get them all, get, you know, and, and, and you know, we we're just talking about Mary, uh, Mary Antoinette, you know, like, oh, go, go chop her head off, you know, because she's the bad one. She said, let them eat cake. And that was fake news, supposedly, back in the 1700s. Right. He supposedly didn't say let them eat cake, you know, it's like, but. But, uh, you know, so I'm saying every century, the same shit happens. But but right now with the digital digital world is um, now we have those, those people that would come, you know, and hunch in the woods. And now they're agreeing to what the government wants and they're agreeing to the lockdowns. And they're, you know, they're putting the whole the people, the society is telling everyone you must be locked down. You must do this. You, you're evil. If you don't, you know, and they're joining in with the government and with the big tech companies and with the trillionaires and billionaires and mass murderers to tell the rest of us, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't, you know, so, so it's, it's, you know, with uh, the internet, you know, that kind of shit spreads, you know, thousand times quicker per second. So we have the digital, you know, witch hunts, uh, you know, worldwide, it's, it's worldwide. It's not just in the backwoods woods of some hillbilly town or, or a revolution taking over a castle. It's digitally worldwide right now, yep. you know? <laughs> and, and, the, and the tyranny and the lockdowns are worldwide too. I think that's what's concerning yep. the most about the COVID response is like, like if, if it were the case that a handful of countries across the globe decided to lock down, I'd be like, okay, well, this is, this is, you know, um, states of of uh innovation where they're they're trying a new response to something the fact that it didn't roll out the way that way the fact that it was a global response especially a, a novel response something that we have never done before we've never done lockdowns like this and now we're doing it on a global scale uh, particularly for a pathogen that is relatively benign i mean if you're young and healthy like this thing doesn't really fuck you up so what do you what i mean do you go the conspiracy route to go like th yes. this is okay thank you <laughs> yes and, and and if, if we are the people, we shall never agree ever again to say, yes, you can lock us in our houses. Uh, we are not, you know, we should never agree to it ever again. It, we have to say no. If the people say no, they can't stop this many people. Right. You know, but if the people continue like, yes, we're, you know, the government's helping us and they're keeping us safe and we have to do what they say, <laughs> then we're fucked. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and like, like, you know, I, I hate to bring up the, the 1984 novel and shit, you know, cliche, but like, you know, where the kids are telling on their parents and the neighbors are telling, oh, you know, you know, it's like when it becomes that and, and they, oh, you know, he left all oh, this, that, this, that. And, and you see some of the stuff going on, you know, in Australia, I saw a clip where like, a guy had COVID and he was in an elevator and, and they put him on TV like, this is the worst man that ever lived. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, it's crazy times, man. Crazy, crazy. times. And I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm, I'm just saying, like, guys, but, you know, if they want to lock you in your house and you've done nothing wrong, uh, say no. Say, yeah. No, I'm not going to. Who are you to tell me anything? Is, is there really a rule that says you, you are allowed to lock me in my house? No, I don't think that is. I, th I think if everyone says, no, we'll stay outside of our house, thank you. Let's get some lawn chairs. Let's get some, you know, uh, <laughs> some sandwiches. Let's get some music. Every block on the American planet, you know, on American uh, map, just stay outside your house and chill, you know? So, but, but uh, you know, uh, me saying that, they'll say, oh, I'm trying to kill people. But I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't take precautions. And, and also... Here's another thing of freedom. If you want to stay in your house, stay in your house. 
Right. <laughs> that, well, I mean, house. That, that's been stay my stance. House. That's been my my stance from Jump Street. It's like, look, if you're scared, by all means, stay home. Like, I, I'm good with that. But you cannot make it criminal for me to go live my life. And you can't exactly. obligate me to close my business. Like, I, exactly. I, shut, I shut down my, my very successful mortgage company in, in May of uh, 2020 because I, I couldn't, in good conscience, continue to operate in, in an economy that was basically locked down. I thought that there would probably be a mass foreclosure and eviction crisis, which ended up being delayed because they put a whole bunch of moratoriums out, which, you know, maybe it was good because of lockdowns. I don't, I don't even want to get into that. I'm just saying, like, this is a level of power and control that the American people in particular have never allowed in our history. Like, we just, we just don't allow it. We're like, I mean, we, we fucking riot, we revolted over, you know, 2% taxes and shit. Like, this is just not what the American people do. Do you feel as if, um, you know, we've lost that spirit of rebellion? Yeah, well, you know what it is, too, is, uh, yeah, we definitely did because we went for it, you know. But uh, um, I don't know. I think the American, you know, the American uh, society is so divided. Mm-hmm. We don't trust each other as people. We don't trust anybody's opinion of, of citizens. We only trust what the TV's telling us, you know. Mm-hmm. We only trust what uh, we're supposed to believe because, and then you get all the pressures of people calling you the bad guy, people telling you you're wrong, people, you know, and they don't let all the information out. They, they won't allow it. They'll block it. They'll hide it. And uh, I know it sounds like crazy people talking for somebody that might not know what I'm talking about. It sounds like crazy people talk, but it's true. It's like, it's like all you have to do is do your own research once in a while and, and see see certain statistics and manipulate it on both ends, though. That happens on both ends. They'll say, oh, this is that, you know, and you, you'll, you'll look at a statistic and think, oh, this is closer for this argument. But then you look and go like, nah, that, that number is manipulated. That's both sides of it. Right. And we are in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, oh, well. We're in the middle of lockdowns and we're in the middle of, of uh, there have been people sick. Uh, we don't know what the numbers are, you know, uh, but there have been, you know, people sick. There's people died. We don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not a doctor or a scientist. I just know, uh, you know, it's like I've I talked to so many extremely intelligent people on both sides. Right. And when I speak to, uh, you know, pro uh, lockdown, pro uh, uh, listen to Fauci and all of these people, some of them have have ideas and and you go, but this is like a really intelligent person. I disagree with a lot of what they're saying, Mm -hmm. but um, you let them have their their point of view and their thoughts and let them think you're wrong. And it's that. And then I talk to like, you know, I have I have people who've, who've, you know, written books and 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 published books and edited people's books for decades. And they're sending me all this information and they're, they're, you know, on the other side of the argument, they won't let their kids near, you know, the test and they won't let their kids get, you know, they won't get back. They won't deal with any of that stuff. And, you know, society will say that person is a terrible person. That person's stupid and dumb. And, and I just don't think that's the case. I think, you know, people are trying to deal with the information that they're handed now because none of us are experts. Nobody's an expert on COVID. Nobody. Fauci's not an expert. It's, it, you know, none of us are experts, you know. And, and here's the thing, too. Even people who are experts, um, quote, unquote, their opinions differ. And they go, well, no, the majority of these don't. No, yes, yes, they do differ. It's just that certain ones are financed by certain people. So these opinions stay in the same family. It's like the popularity club, uh, you know, where, where 
you know, uh, you know, the popular cheerleaders in high school hang out with the jocks and they all talk and act the same. And, and that's the same thing in, in, uh, in all professions, you know, yeah. you well, kind of go around to people you're comfortable and you say the things that you're comfortable saying. And, and then you got other people who have different opinions that are highly educated that, that, you know, um, are way more educated than anybody calling them stupid on the internet, you know? So it's like, and they go, and that's the other thing they say, trust the science, trust the science. And, and none of them, even care about science they just want to act like science is on their side and it's like uh what is it you know and, and, and uh that's the question I, yeah that's a big question and and you know uh but i'm 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 just living my life i i you know my kids my kids are healthy my family's healthy my grandmother's 90 something we're just trying to live our lives you know we want everybody to live we want everybody to be healthy we want everybody to be happy yeah. so uh to get in, in the middle of these these arguments of who's right, who's wrong. Look at my statistics because we all have our statistics that we can show that that go towards our argument. Who who made these statistics? But like every side of the argument has statistics and doctors that that you know uh, that go with their side of the uh, debate. You know, it's like any yeah. subject. So. Well, I mean, perfect example is is Congressman uh, Thomas Massey. He's I mean, he's one of the most brilliant men I've ever heard talk. He's he's an MIT graduate, like genius level dude. But because he opposes mandates uh, for the V as well as lockdowns, people people talk about him like he's some hillbilly because he's from Kentucky. But like this guy's a genius. And and just because he disagrees with Fauci, people call him an idiot and, and a redneck and stuff like that. And it's just like, look, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying Fauci's dumb. I'm, I'm saying he might be wrong, though. And like, it's okay for us to have that opinion, even if I'm not an expert at epidemiology. Like I'm, I think I understand people better than, than Fauci does. That's my personal opinion. Like he can be an expert as an epidemiologist. I, I still believe that I have a better feel for how society will react if you lock us in our fucking houses for 18 months. Like, I think that is more dangerous than what you're trying to prevent. And that's been my argument since Jump Street is like, look, we are, we are tearing at the, the thread of, of you know, the fabric of our society. Like we are, we are absolutely fissuring our entire civilization based off of who wants to get the V and who doesn't. And I think that's a really dangerous precedent to take. Oh, did I lose you? Oh no, you're back. No, no. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just nervous, man. I'm just nervous. I, I I really don't know how this plays out, but I'm, I'm I'm feeling like it gets ugly. If you love playing fantasy football but struggle to find the right resource to help with your research, the guys at Football Insider Edge have you covered. The football season is days away. Sign up now. Whether you are a season-long player focused on DraftKings or FanDuel contests or just like to make the occasional wager each week on a couple of games, Football Insider Edge provides you with the research tools and in-depth analysis to take your game to the next level. With their proprietary model, matchup charts, and industry award-winning content, the team at Football Insider Edge have devoted themselves to educating their subscribers, helping them improve their play, and in a few special moments, winning life-changing money. They are proud of the community they've built through weekly interactions on their Slack channel and take great pride in helping others to achieve their goals of becoming better fantasy players. As supporters of this show and the Liberty Movement as a whole, they are currently offering a 20% discount on any monthly or full season plan on their website. Just go to footballinsideredge.com and use the code LIBERTY at checkout to take advantage of this discount offer today. Again, go to footballinsideredge.com dot com and use the code liberty at checkout that's the thing is where they're turning each other everybody against each other like if you don't do the v you're the one that's killing everybody and you're the enemy of the world and it's you know when they have stupid asshole articles like 
like the uh, the pandemic of the unvaxxed and, you know, make it sound like some zombie shit, you know, and, <laughs> and you know, nobody's allowed to, you know, do their own research and have an opinion because and somebody listen to me right now will sit will be like, well, that's because they're killing my grandmother. You know, it's like, that's not true. Where's the facts? Where's the stats to prove that? You know, it's right. like, where where is it? And, and you know, I don't know. And what and, you and said, too, is, is they try they they, they know how. You know, uh, there's the redneck, you know, Trump uh, fan base of the world that they know is, is, is really looked down upon by a lot of people. So what they do is they try to classify, you know, anybody that's that's not up for the jab as this redneck Trump, you know, white supremacist. Like I seen them do a thing where it was like a Ku Klux Klan uh, uh, mask or a regular, like, you know, a COVID mask. And it was like, you know, this is the same type, you know, they were making an analogy, Crazy. like it's the same shit. And you're just like, God, like, like, like meaning like, oh no, what'd they say? They were like, oh, you, you won't wear this, but you wear this mask. And it was like the Klan mask. And you was like, guys, you know, honestly, if you really want to go there, and we all know this, is a lot of my, my super left wing, uh, uh, in the black community, they they are more against it than than most of the you know uh, Republicans, you know. Yeah. So and, and, and that's, with good that's reason, real, you know. I mean, with good reason, they they tested a Tuskegee experiment on black people, you know, seventy years ago. So it's like, and they keep bringing the Tuskegee up, but that's just the Tuskegee's just the thing that got out, right? You right. know, like so, so we the public knows about it, you know. But they've been testing shit on human beings forever. You know, that's what they do. That's what our government does. Yep. So to be like, oh, Tuskegee, Tuskegee. Yeah, yeah, Tuskegee. We're allowed to say that one because we know it. But like, even if you go into my father's history where like they sprayed Agent Orange on their own soldiers and, you know, all of our kids died. You know, that my sister's dead. My, my brother's dead. My dad's dead. My sister's kids are dead from a chemical that the, chem that the public that our government wow. sprayed on its soldiers. So. So like um, it's not just Tuskegee, you know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, a, 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 what was it, Edward Ar Edgewood Arsenal? In, what was it, Maryland? I they they would have, yeah, but they, there was well, it wasn't it's not highly publicized, but um, they would send the soldiers there. My my uncle who passed away, Rooftop Richie, um, Richie Calvecchio, rest in peace, Rooftop. He when he was a soldier, they said, hey, we'll give you the weekend off. You can go hang out with your girl in, in Brooklyn or whatever. If uh, if you come do these experiments a couple days a week, you can get the weekends off or whatever. So, sure, sounds great. You know, and they'd send them in a room and burn them with mustard gas and get put drugs in them and, fuck, you know, and oh, be yeah, having yeah, all yeah. these headaches and shit. And there's true stories from just people that I know personally. That's like, I've wild. seen people die personally, and I've seen people tortured and experimented on personally. And so the only reason I know this is because I, I know these people. So now imagine all of the other shit that we don't even have a clue about. Like the, most people never heard of Edgewood Arsenal uh, uh, experiments in Maryland. No one ever heard. I heard of it, heard of it through my uncle. And then I researched. I was like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. And um, that, that but, one's new to me. And I, and I definitely run in this circle. So I'm going to have to do some research. That's oh, crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know how much is how much of it's documented, but it's you know they they definitely show. Oh yeah, they were they were doing this and that. It's definitely yeah. documented, but I just don't know how deeply it's documented. Sure, sure. But 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 it's not even just that. It, it's uh, uh, 
I mean, it's the history of everything they've ever done and the CIA and the NSA. And they lie to us about every single thing. They lie to us. That's their job is to lie to us, to control us, to make us, you know, follow their orders and control. And that's really what they do. That's really what their whole thing is. So uh, when people just, oh, yeah, let's follow them and, and let us control or whatever they, it's like, guys, so, so if people are second guessing what they're telling us to do, it's not because we're bad people. It's not, oh, we're the, we're, we, we want to kill your grandmother or, you know, this person. It's because, you know, we've been lied to since their existence. Mm-hmm. So what do we do now? What do we do? Just say, well, they lied to us, but now we're, we're you know, we, there's this uh, virus that's killing some people. So now we should just trust them 100% because we have to trust them because we have no other choice but to trust them, you know? So, uh Yeah. These people uh, aren't know, paying and, attention and, to history. And, and then and then when you throw big pharmacy into it and, and the whole history of that and and you know, look at the history of everybody that did it. Look at Pfizer with the what was one point they, they got sued for one point. It's the biggest um loss ever. I think it was like one point eight billion dollars for, yeah. for all the people they killed and shit. And and that's not fake news, it's real 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 news. Oh, yeah. Look at the history of Pfizer. I had lyrics. I'm so pissed. I write so many lyrics, man. So I was working on a song and I had like anti-Pfizer lyrics um, about five years ago. And the song that I put them on, it wasn't a whole song to Pfizer, but there was, you know, yeah, yeah. About, you know, there was, there was little jabs at five Pfizer, no pun intended. But, uh, <laughs> um, but the song didn't make the album. So now I'm like, damn, if I fucking put that song on the album, you know. <laughs> I mean, but now if, hindsight's now if 20 yeah, but now if I did it, they'd be like, oh, he's an anti-vaxxer and a crazy person and a conspiracy theorist. I was like, no, I wrote that song six years ago, fucking jerks. <laughs> well, or, or three years ago, whenever. It was before my album dropped, but it was years ago. Was we, we, before uh, the COVID shit happened. Yeah, we we double unintentional pun there because I, I said hindsight's twenty twenty because that's when <laughs> Pfizer became really newsworthy. But you're absolutely right. I mean, the in my opinion, we exist in a, a pandemic that is that is um you know bio biopharma driven in the in the uh, painkiller realm you have oxycontin and all these other oh, things of course you got you got hundreds of thousands of people of that. that died from that oh you know uh, you tell me about it I, you know i'm from my family's from long island i haven't lived there in years but uh you know a lot of my family still lives there and friends live there and and it's like a you know a pharmacy it's like a it's like mm-hmm. a <laughs> Everybody out there is on on some kind of drugs. It's crazy, and they're all fucked up from it. Man. Yep. The whole life is fucked up from it. So, it's uh, you know, and, yeah, and yet, and yet we're the, the we're opi- the the, op- the opiate crisis, and all you know. Look at all the shit that happened with that, and the people who made money off of that, and what they did to the American people. You know, there's a whole bunch of research you can do for that one. You know. So, oh yeah. And and now I'm I'm really disturbed because many of the same people that made billions off of that era, who have now been held liable in court, are largely the people driving what what's occurring to us now. And it's like like when do people wake up to this? And I, I guess um, this actually ties in really nicely to what you do. Is like I feel like the libertarian community, uh, which I'm part of, does a terrible job at at messaging to people in a way that's emotive, that like actually gets people to feel something. And this is why I love artists like you that are able to actually put something that like people can vibe with but they can still catch a message if that makes any sense like like it's not it's not preachy it's just like 
you're going to like you enjoy the music and then you also vibe with the message too is there is there intention behind that is that like something that you sought out to do or are you just like expressing yourself and your audience takes it however they take it well i like to make good music you know i i, sure. I work hard on i work hard on the music and i want to make the make sure that no matter what the message is it's still melodic and it's still uh well produced and and arranged and and mixed properly and crisp and and i want it to sound great yeah and uh and if it's a song with a message uh that's just icing on the cake you know so yeah i i i, I really go out of my way to make the music aspect of a very uh competitive and and uh you know when you put it on you're like damn shit sounds really good so uh and I work with all, all the best engineers and mixes. Well, Chris Conway is a king of kings. You know, I, I've been working with him for decades, and he's really a master behind the board. And, and my ma mastering engineer, uh, he was incredible. And, and then, I, you know, I work with really great musicians and, and beat makers. So, uh, you know, legendary people, Prince Paul, who was in Stetsasonic, you know, before before I was even rapping, you know, or when I started rapping, Stetsasonic was legends already. And and, uh, and De La Soul, he discovered. And I, I don't know, I just worked with a lot of great musicians on the whole album, you know. So uh, Mike Menert, you know, uh, just a lot of great music. Cycle Less from the Beat Nuts, just... A lot of great musicians and great rappers and the, the best DJs. So a lot of people, oh, it's because I'm a genius. No, it's not because I'm a genius. It's because uh, I it's put, yeah, I put the right team together, you know, to make yeah. sure it's great, you know. So it's not, my album's great because I'm great. And I make, no, it's because I, I work with uh, legends, you know. I work with a lot of legends, you know. To make well, that, sure that it sounds like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's a that's a, a level of humility uh, many rap artists do not carry. So, what do you think? I mean, because normally it's like bravado and you know I'm I'm the best and all that shit. So, is there? I mean, is that just your oh at the rapping part at the rapping part? I'm oh, all right, best, you know? all right, all right, all right. You want to go on sure. the rapping part? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll destroy all these effing rappers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I I come from the '80s era of rapping, where you know yeah, it's about the bravado. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, so. hell yeah. So is the is the all my heroes are dead? Is that is that uh, kind of an homage to like the the rap scene, or is that an homage to like your relatives that that you lost? It was both. That was a good call. Yeah, it was homage to the rap game, and it's a different game. It's a different planet we're on now, and 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 the world. Period. You know, mm -hmm. and you know if you look at the artwork, I was from that era where you know. Uh, the movies were ninjas and, and machine guns and explosions and, and, you know, exploitation and, and the music was uh, perverted and strange and, and over the top and everybody wanted to censor it. And, uh, you know, kind of, uh, and hip hop was outlaw at the time. It wasn't the pop thing it is now. It was the outlaw music that, uh, that they wanted to get rid of. You know, it wasn't real music to them. So, yeah, so that my era is dead, but you want to take it and, you know, bring it back and put it on steroids and show the whole world that it's still better than everything that's out there, you know? So, yeah. well, I think you did, you did a hell of a job with it, man. The, the album is incredible. Uh, anyone listening, please go check it out. All my heroes are dead. It's, it's a banger. Um, you, yeah. you are definitely, and I, I just love the fact that you're like, you're actually still, 
um, you know, slipping in some message just from, from my side of the fence. Cause I feel like it's so rare to hear someone that's, that's able to do that in a way that that still comes across as like, this can be a hit, you know, this can be a hit and there can yes. also be uh, a message to it. And what, what inspired you to do the, the song to your daughter? I mean, it, I, I know you said that you wanted to have it be like a banger in the future, but is it just, just like you wanted to put, you know, a father's love into, into a song? Now, you know, I know songs were done like that before where they were, um, where they made songs about their children. And, you know, it's like anything, though. Songs have been done, movies, but there have been vampire movies before. There have been mob movies before, you know. But you make your own version of a song, you know. I, I thought my daughter deserved to know what I felt oh, you know, so when, when she was born. So, well, I'm not trying to be, but it's true. <laughs> so, so I didn't want to, you know. I try to be original, but but I'm like, you know what? It is original because it's my uh, interpretation of this situation of life. And it's very RA. It's not it's not just like some soft bullshit. It's like, you know, it's got a lot of my personality in it. And I made it also so when I'm I'm gone, obviously, <clears throat> she has something to to put on and smile and, and, and be like, wow, my dad loved me a lot. And uh my son, I got to write one for him now, but I put so much into the daughter song. I'm like, how the fuck? What could I say in that one that I didn't say in this one? I really put it all in that one. you know. So maybe the one about my son, I'll, I'll make it a little bit less sentimental and a little bit more like, you know, masculine boy fun talk shit. Yeah, you know, we'll yeah, see, yeah. We'll to, see how, where it takes how to, how to conquer the world like his dad did or something like that. Um, yeah yeah or well, n- how not to fucking lose in the world like his dad did <laughs> <laughs> hey you, you can't conquer everybody without watching a couple that sees, everybody watching that sees like my crackhead ass looking room this is a <laughs> i got a studio apartment in berlin near my kids kindergarten i bought like a beautiful three-floor house on the water where my kids live and their mother and and uh and uh i want to be close to them so uh oh, nice i got a, i got a little apartment near uh near them so a little small thing you know uh studio kitchen you know it's a nice little spot and i write rhymes all night and and then i go on tour or go back to america but this is where i could be close to my children you know yeah oh hey you got the right priorities man i'm in the same boat dude i'm i'm uh i'm moving out of california california so i'm just crashing in my stepdad's place but i i despite appearances i'm actually doing pretty well <laughs> um, uh, but anyways i uh i really appreciate you coming on i think that uh, that you're you're i mean you're one of the artists out there that are really bringing um not just not just beautiful music but a, a beautiful message and and i'm i'm just thrilled that you're you're finding su- success i hope that more people that are listening to this will go and check out uh your album all my heroes are dead as well as firstborn which i swear to god i'm not even gonna like front that kind of kind of brought a tear to my eye the first time i i watched the video on youtube yeah, I was like, it's I'm, great I'm, I'm glad because uh you know that's the fun thing is because in, in the 90s i was uh you know i was trying to be shocking to like just like i said i came out the 80s as a little kid so everything like if a horror movie was out, they oh, ban the horror movie. People picketing signs, and then remember John Denver and, and Frank Zappa and Dee Snider had to fight the you know the, the uh, you know and El Duce and all that stuff. So uh, so the nineties, I really wanted to shock and, and just say fuck everybody, say what the fuck I wanted to, you know. Right. And then so, but then through the years, 
I kind of, you know, grow up, you're not a teenager anymore. So you start being able to uh, expand your message and expand it and kind of give a little more. So uh, also um, with the, uh, when we was talking all the jab talk before for your, your um, listeners, obviously, you know, I'm not an expert and uh, I just, you know, I'm anti-lockdown 1000%, but as far as get the jab, don't get the jab, do this, do that, medicine, what medicine should you use? You know, I see with the Joe Rogan, they, they oh, it's a horse, it's a horse drug, which everybody <laughs> knows it's not, you know, right. but I'm not saying it, but I'm not saying it works, but the media is lying. <laughs> so, so I just, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just a rapper. I'm not your life coach. I'm, you know, yeah, exactly. What, what I see is that people come on and everybody today is a, everybody's an expert, everybody, you know, and if you if you if you don't go with the narrative, you're supposed to, then you're an idiot, you're an idiot. But I'm not going with that narrative that I'm supposed to go with on that one, because I don't believe that narrative either. You know, I think there's something in between. I think there's something in the middle. And I think more research has to be done. And I think everybody will kind of figure out more as time goes on, you know. Yeah. But like right now, everybody knowing everything and, oh, we all know it. No, you don't. Because three months ago, you, you were saying something totally different. A month before that, you were saying something different. Two days before that, you were saying something different. So I think we got to just kind of roll with the punches and try our best and see what the hell the future has in store for us. And and just keep living. Live your goddamn life. Live life. Yeah. Because uh, if you're scared to die and you're scared of death and you're scared and you're you let them lock in your house for 10 years and you're, oh, then you did. What was the point of living? If you're not living, you know, you got to live, you have to live. Period, exactly. You know? Exactly. So. Well, that's, that's a very positive uh, message for us to wrap on. Uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter at R a, the rugged man. I really appreciate your time, man. I, I know you're the, the time difference is crazy where you're at. So I, I'm glad yeah, you're able to make this happen. I, that's the last uh, uh, thing I'll tell you is, uh, I do all these interviews after the whole day of being with kids or being, you know, like, so, you know, I do these at nighttime because it's nine hours later here. Right. So everybody gets like the foggy brain version of me where I'm like <laughs> stuttering on my words and uh, trying to, trying to remember what a fucking word is. So like, I'm never that articulate, but you know, I'm usually more articulate than I am at these hours, you know, but uh, <laughs> if, if they don't believe that they should check out the album. <laughs> You're very, very articulate indeed. Uh, anyways, thank, thank you so you much, sir. sir. I really appreciate you. Peace. Peace. We are nearing 300 five-star reviews on iTunes. Again, my eternal thanks to everybody who listens, shares, subscribes, comments. Every Everybody that does this uh, helps lift this show up, and it means the world to me because I get to live my dream. I get to go and travel the country, meeting liberty-minded people, trying to start to organize and do just crazy, fun, intense exhilarating things and it's it's because this show gives me a platform and an opportunity to to voice my beliefs and i know that um i couldn't have done it without any of you so thank you so much again if you enjoy this show and you're on itunes please go to itunes and leave a five-star review if you leave a review with your social media handle i will read it on one of the upcoming shows and if you do it on spotify or anywhere else uh, that'd be great as well Thank you guys so much for the support. I will be traveling through Tennessee for the next week, but I have three episodes in the can that you will not want to miss. Enjoy. Big shout out to everybody that's been with me since Jump Street. Appreciate y'all.
Welcome to Liberty Lockdown Please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone But yeah, it's on hold Where did it come from And where did it go It requires a fight Not tweet from your phone Don't need a king Get him off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought You've always got a home The virus you're scared of Will come and it'll go The government knows Just don't get treated like a hoe Like Nico and Shane You probably wonder what's happening Scared Hollywood Left these lyrical feppin' A typo with Luke Might bring the nooses We all bite the bullet I'm the king of the gooses Freckles and Brit Didn't know I could spit Knew I was a patriot But now I'm the shit Peter Quinones, invite me on Which podcaster sends custom songs Part of the problem, now I stand with the people Dave showed the way, but I am unequal Lions of Liberty, now hear me roar Beat running up, but I got a bit more Robbie the Fire, always running his mouth But I made him a sandwich, now I'm man of the house The malice for Nick, but you're welcome to quit I went over BLM with the fire I spit Friends against government just call us fags Copy the Cairo, put mummies in the bag Liable opinions get thrown on the ground Silky's Mouton was the only sound Getting so hot must be air July Screaming in the mic A rip for 59 Miles to ratio That black guns matter Now all these lefties Got crazy small bladders None of us wanted war But we're ready You know I be bopping And rock steady Liberty lockdown Please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone But yeah it's on hold Where did it come from And where did it go It requires a fight Not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king Get him off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought You've always got a home The virus you're scared of Will come and it'll go The government knows Just don't get treated like a hoe